Teachers, you should have no students remaining in your classroom. <laughs> okay, so now that's the end of it. <laughs> no okay. more announcements. It's going great. <laughs> no copyright intended. I do not own this. <laughs> it's like um, Toby Turner used to do uh, an occasional out and about vlog. Mm-hmm. Like he used to do vlogs every day. I don't think he, I think he still does vlogs, but they, he used to do them every day. And he would occasionally be um, in a place like a theme park, and he didn't want to get. A copyright strike. So he was on, I think it was some roller coaster, like uh, Disney plays some mm-hmm. tunes in the background speakers of your seat while you ride. So as he was going and and riding and yelling in between, he would say, copyrighted music! <laughs> to try <laughs> to, to cover, cover up the... <laughs> yeah, to cover up the soundtrack while he was between sentences. Uh-huh. Mm. And and screams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I've got something to to talk about related to that here on. It's just called Two Brothers. Okay, what is it? Oh, do you want to do the thing? Uh, I, I I'm I'm Marcus. I'm James. Yeah, we're the brothers. I was wondering if you were going to say Will this time. I have thought about it, honestly. Uh, and to explain for anyone and everyone out there. Marcus is my first name and William is my middle name and growing up because there were so many Marcuses in the family, basically Mm -hmm. to the point because our grandfather as the patriarch was Marcus slash Mark. Mm -hmm. The rest of us around who, uh, (laughs) I I guess it's a, some kind of a tradition to name the firstborn Marcus. Mm-hmm. Firstborn, at ever. least as far back as his father. Yeah, possibly before that it became. I, I, we we don't know, I guess, but mm-hmm. it started naming your firstborn kid Marcus, and that continued with his firstborn mm-hmm. and his firstborn's firstborn male child. Let's be frank, mm-hmm. and his, and my uncle, our uncle's firstborn kid. Yeah. So four generations. There were five. Marcus's as first names. So all of the rest of us were known uh, by our middle names, including him when he was younger. Right. A lot of the people that he grew up with still call him or still called him by his middle name all the way through his life. And growing, growing up, I, I just never really liked William. Mm -hmm. And I thought Mark was a really cool name. I had a, I had a best friend in elementary school named Mark and uh, I, I just thought William was way too dorky, hmm. and what was the uh, what was the other bit? But I think I would have been fine if people had if the family and people <laughs> let's let's uh, try that again. It would have been <laughs> fine, I think, if family and friends and teachers and things had had been calling me Will early on. But mm-hmm. by the time I guess they thought I was old enough to to decide for myself what I wanted to be called. And I had agitated for it for, for a little bit. 
to be called Marcus instead of William. Even though the family had started calling me Will, it wasn't enough to overcome that sensation, I think, yeah. of, of wanting to not be associated with William. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I had stuck it out, I think I would be fine even with that. I, I wouldn't mind if people called me William. But for whatever reason, my ego couldn't handle it, and I thought I would be much cooler as Marcus. And I started, I, I changed, when I changed my name, I guess, my, my birth name to our our family name, the, the patriarchs. My mom's, our mom's, wow, get your pronouns right. Our mm-hmm. mother's maiden name, uh, mm-hmm. I decided I wanted people to call me Marcus. So we were moving to a new school and it was a chance to start over with a new identity. Yep. And man, did I mm-hmm. run with it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now, I could, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I was Jamie right. growing up for forever. Um, Which you hated. I Well, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. When, and, when people started making fun of you yes. was the kicker, I think. Yes. And there were girls, you know, it was, it was one of those, um, I don't know, insert clip of Pat. <laughs> mm. It was one of those that works for boys and girls. Yeah. And so I didn't care for that at the time. Right. Um, and where was I going? Oh, one of our uncles always called me James from, from birth. Mm. And then when we moved to a new school in uh, California, they called me James. And I was like, okay, that's it. Mm. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally fine with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that successful switch. Um, so uh, I have just... I don't know why it started. I just have felt for the past almost two years that Marcus didn't fit me very well anymore. And Mm. that I really would be more comfortable or more in my skin. I don't know. I don't know how to frame it, really. I think it feels more me... (laughs) these days to think of myself as will again. Mm-hmm. So I hesitated to, to ask for it because it's been so long and most people yeah. for longer time have known me as Marcus. Right. And it was not an easy decision, but I didn't want to continue feeling like I'm not a fraud but that, I, but that my name wasn't really suited to my personality, I guess, hmm. and that I should just just bite it, <laughs> mm-hmm. that old bullet, and start going by Will and ask people to call me Will again. And for some right, people, sir. some people like Harrison will probably always call me Marcus, and that is totally fine. Both of these are my name. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that puts me in a yeah. It's not like it's not like you're jumping to Sting or something. True. Yes, but uh, it it is my privilege, maybe, to have both of those uh, as my given names, uh, and I am not going through a public transition like a trans person would, where the given name has a lot of negative uh, emotional connotations, Mm -hmm. and they want to become known as something that suits their gender. Yeah. It's just called Two Brothers. I'm James. I'm Will. (laughs) Uh, There it is. Thank you for your support. Yeah, thank you. I very much appreciate it. My my friends have been very 
generous and accommodating, I feel like. And I, I definitely appreciate their willingness to, to, to go along with my personal feelings. All right. Hey, speaking of feelings, I hope yours aren't hurt out there because our show is a little bit late. We're actually recording this <laughs> uh, the day it would normally be released on a Monday mm-hmm. morning. Um, this is Monday afternoon. And it's still not out, but it will be shortly. Yeah. Uh, so t- actually, now that I think about it, uh, sorry, it was released a little bit late. <laughs> yeah. By the time you hear this, By the time hopefully you hear this. this one will be, have been on time. Right. And it'll, it'll, it will be, le- I don't know, six days from now it's supposed to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, six and a half days it will it should <laughs> okay. be out. Well, I'm thinking about because I try to get it uh, posted to 4 a.m. Yeah. I, I schedule it for 4 a.m. on Mondays mm-hmm. um, because in my head it was like people going to work at 7 a.m. on the East Coast should potentially have a show to drive with. Oh, East Coast. I never mm-hmm. thought about that. Yeah. Sorry, East Coast people. Yeah, exactly. I've but, been a West Coaster almost my entire life. Well, it would have that would hold if I had gotten it out by say seven a.m. our time, but mm-hmm. I didn't. So yeah, uh, time yeah. got away from me this week. I, I uh, usually when that happens, I have put off the show, gotten distracted by other things, um, occasionally forgotten to do it until the last minute because the intervening days. I don't know. I was busy. In, a, in some other nonsense. <laughs> excellent choice. Thank you. You know what another excellent choice is? I, he- I hesitate to guess. Your music share. Okay. Well, I randomly want to hear certain songs now and then. It's just, I guess it's a universal phenomenon. Something pops into your head that you heard long ago or not too long ago. And you're like, huh, I really need to hear, uh, I don't know, Heart and Soul by Tapao. Here, there's a little clip of that. <laughs> and that song this time was Huey Lewis and the News's Working for a Living because we mm-hmm. played it on last. Uh, I think you, you came up with it and then I, yeah. I couldn't get it out of my head. Uh-huh. So I had to listen. And I, then I listened to a ton of songs from uh, Picture This and Sports. Mm-hmm. I just always forget how fast that song is. It really, really oh. moves. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good pace. Yeah, every time I put it on, it's like, oh, that's actually faster than I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, it's really quick. So I just always, I always am up for hearing that song. I love it. It's really great. The Huey Lewis and the News Pandora channel is pretty good. They, yeah. they do quite a bit of Huey Lewis in the news, which is nice. Hmm. They throw in some weird ones that I have to, da- uh, you know, thumbs down, but it's pretty good. They, you know, as Pandora does, they really, you know, keep focusing on the same 
few of your, of your chosen group, but still, I would say the majority of the channel is actually Huey Lewis and the News mm-hmm. versus some channels that really go all over the place. Ah. More of a, almost like a genre than the, than the actual group. Well, they are, for all their success, they had some pretty humble beginnings. They were literally a, a just hardworking blue-collar bar band, I think. Mm. Isn't that mm-hmm. right? In the beginning? I, I thought so. It was just sort of like a, yeah, Hugh Anthony Craig the <laughs> Third. Ooh, he's 70. Yes, he is. He's going to be 71 this year. Yeah. Wow. He, he is, I think, probably an underrated harmonica player. He's really, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are extremely good, or were for a long time, at writing earworms. Mm-hmm. Uh, sports, I think, had six top 10 hits or top 40, certainly. Um, let's see. Number one album, four singles reached top 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. Top 10. What about yeah. top 40? Because I heard, I, at, I know I heard six of those played on the radio. All right. Like the um, first six. Let's see. Seven time platinum album. Most of his singles charted in the top 40. Mm. Heart and Soul. Right. I Want a New Drug. The Hard Rock and Roll. If This Is It. Walking on a thin line. Walking on a thin line. Okay. So the only one that I think I heard that wasn't a single as bad as bad. Mm-hmm. So that was played on the radio. I, I, I heard it. But it, it's it's tricky to pick out the singles because of the radio stations I listened to, I guess, picked. Uh, they, they would choose some tracks on an album that weren't necessarily singles. It wasn't yeah. top 40 radio. I listened to rock radio. A-O-R, as they, as they <laughs> say album oriented rock uh so there were often deep cuts but wow that is a lot yes indeed uh so johnny cola an essential piece of the band i think uh without him playing (laughs) keyboards and sax and occasionally rhythm guitar and singing Mm -hmm. he's he's a fantastic backing vocalist very very good with the high harmonies Uh, Mm -hmm. i think at least three of them can sing backup they, they, and do sing yeah. backup vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who, but but uh, Chris, the guitar, I don't remember his last name. Chris, the guitar player, and Johnny, the multi-instrumentalist and back, backup singer, both with Huey Lewis, do some some fantastic harmonies. And that's, that's very earwormy to me. But this song, just uh, I'm always up for it, or I wouldn't necessarily be for the others. Although if you play them... I wouldn't be disgusted to hear them most of the mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. And that doesn't Chris, hold. Sorry. Chris Hayes. Chris Hayes. That's right. When you were thinking of. So it doesn't, that doesn't hold for uh, <laughs> the other albums. Like most of the stuff off four, I could take it or leave it. That's funny. Did you, do you know American Psycho? Have you seen it? I have. Or not. read it. No. I, I used to be able to do the entire Sean Bateman monologue about Huey Lewis and the news. I think it's Phil Collins in the book, but for the movie they did Huey Lewis in the news. You know what I, you know what I'm talking about? No, you haven't seen the, the thing. So at some point he's about to murder his colleague, his uh, coworker in his apartment, <laughs> and he goes through this long monologue about Huey Lewis in the news that is uh, both penetrating and vapid at the same time. <laughs> It's like it, it's it re it 
if you read it on paper, it's like a review rather than just mm-hmm. somebody having a conversation. It's really very strange, but also funny. And I used to be able to do that whole thing. Let's see. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can pull this out. Uh, he says, what does he say? Okay, he starts out, uh, you like Huey Lewis in the news? And then <laughs> Alan, who is uh, Jared Leto, says, uh, they're okay. <laughs> he goes, their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. <laughs> then uh, there's something about the, the sheets or newspapers on the floor. Hey, like, uh, why are there newspaper all over the floor? You got a little dog or something? <laughs> he says, no, Alan. Uh, <laughs> he says, is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. In 87, Huey released this, four. Their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to be Square, a song so catchy. And he's, he's like dancing while he says this. A song mm-hmm. so catchy. Most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, <laughs> but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trend. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. <laughs> and then he says, hey, Paul and Paul. Alan, Paul Allen. I think it says, yeah, he says, hey, Paul. And then he turns around and he's just swinging an ax right into his face. Like, hack. And that's, uh, yeah, that's the end. Yeah, and can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that said, here's, here's some of the tune. Man, that's fun. It's a good one. Yeah, which is what I would say about a lot of the things. The, the the funny thing about that whole monologue is that four is where I think they started to get bland to me. Mm-hmm. Like hip to be square is just the worst. 
You I think so? It, I like uh, it. Oh, just, it's find it insufferable. <laughs> it's like after sports. Is yeah. Done. <laughs> All right. I like it. That's, That's not as good like as it. Their, their other stuff, but uh, hmm. it's, yeah, I like it. I shouldn't say it's not as good as their other stuff. It's mm-hmm. not as high on my favorites of theirs, but when it comes on, I'm, I'm down. Right. I tend to forget how solid a singer he is. He, he doesn't mm-hmm. have a really refined voice, but he has always sung on pitch and expressively. And I think um, if you listen to things where he's in a group setting, like uh, the We Are the World, he's, mm-hmm. he does a really good job with his line. <laughs> but I would just believe there's no way we can fall. Right before Cindy Lauper. Like, have we talked about that? Where Steve Perry comes in and just blows everyone's minds. I don't think so. <laughs> what these, how, does these, how does this bit go? Everybody is trying to be intense and do it well, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Perry just comes in and, <laughs> and just tosses out this fantastic rendition of <laughs> this thing. There's a choice we're making. But it's, pure. it's pure and effortless. There's mm-hmm. so, more. More Sam Cooke just comes through. <sighs> so if you'd like to come through, you can send us an email. Send it to bros at it's just called twobrothers.com. If you want me to stop singing on all this stuff, <laughs> uh, just uh, send that note uh, by Twitter at IJC2B. Okay, uh, make some sense of that ramble, Mr. Editor. Yeah, that'll be tough. We're already at 33 minutes. It's going to yeah, be a long one. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. hack it to pieces, mm-hmm. please. I beg of you. Okay. 15 or less is my. A lot of, would be yeah, my a lot of the name stuff, a lot of the uh, yeah. Huey Lewis stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you don't need any of that. Done the rabbit hole. Don't need any of the We Are the World. Oh, well. Maybe. Unless you want. It, okay, we'll, it, we'll see. I would just say you don't have to cut any topic, just pare them down to their essential nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear that rambling guff.